Section 29A now of their amended Employment Act yes. reads, where pursuant to Section 157 of the Children's Act, a child is to be placed in the continuous care and control of an applicant who is an employee under this act. The employee shall be entitled to one month's pre-adoptive leave with full pay from the date of the placement of the child. Let's get Thank you for joining us at the GVA Legal Podcast. I'm your host for today. My name is Kwame Annette Akama and I'm here with my fabulous co-host... Andrew Njanga. Hey everybody, Karibu Nisana. We are so excited to have you guys again to yet another week in which we're going to learn. And I must add that this is the first time Andrew is a guest. Gosh, I'm on this side of the... This side of the... I don't know, is it called... The panelists. The other side, side of the mic. <laughs> the other side of the mic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've always been the host. So. And yes, Andrew has done such a fantastic job. Um, this is our twentieth episode. Thank you so much. So Annette. you were uh, you were the guest on our twentieth uh, episode. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, imparting knowledge to the people. Oh. Hopefully, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so honored to be sitting here, you know, right next to you as your co-host. And um, today we don't have a guest in studio. Um, however, um, okay, like we don't have our, our external guest, but you yes. are our uh, our guest yes, and yes, yes. Um, what are we going to be talking about today Andrew? Uh, so today we're talking about pre-adoptive leave um, there's an amendment in the Employment Act yes um, that introduced section 29A of the Employment Act and now there's pre-adoptive leave so that's what we're discussing great I think um, uh, children's right family law um, has always been an interesting area it's of, super in- interesting yes yeah. especially because it's really a proper intersection of um, sociology humanity and the place of the law in all of this yeah. I remember in university we were taught that the law doesn't really try to get really too much into family affairs and social affairs that deal with the family unit only to the extent that it needs to protect vulnerable people mm, like yeah. children. And so you know that f- a, a family is the basis of society. That's, it is. That's where society begins. You know? Yes. Everything that you learn from your, your mom and your dad and your older siblings and your cousins and your grandparents, you know, yes. that leads to who you are and the society has uh, a vested, the state and the society has a vested interest in family life. It does. Yeah. It certainly does. And as you said, the family is the smallest unit of society. Yeah. However, sometimes, you know, um, a family ideally would be father, mother and children. Mm. But we know that for most people, this is an unattainable ideal. And unfortunately, we have so many children who actually don't have parents. Yes. You know, and um, in children's homes, roaming the streets, uh, you know, living with, with um, relatives, whatever the situation is, there are many children who actually aren't in that idealistic yeah. traditional family. The ones that we see in adverts, mom, dad, and two kids. Mom, da- girl. It's mom, dad, <laughs> two kids, and a dog. And a dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always in the adverts, yeah. Yeah, and so um, I'm sure um, we've had so many children, we have so many children's homes in, in Kenya dating as far back as the sixties, I think the oldest children home is Thomas Bernardo Thomas, Thomas Bernardo's. Bernardo's yeah, yeah, I think I stand to be corrected. But like from the 
60s the still what children yeah. you know who needed to be adopted in in, in Kenya alone at that time yeah. you can imagine when times were simpler so um adoption is something that has been long standing and long running it's not a new concept in Kenya mm. tell us about the place of this new amendment well i i like that you said that it's not a long stand it's a long standing thing in Kenya actually yeah. it's a long standing thing worldwide yes um if we look at it biblically um asia who was Moses adoptive mother I don't know if you know her name you're looking a bit shocked but Moses was adopted you know you mean Moses, the the king the, of Egypt's daughter was called Asia yes when Moses was put in the basket and then into the Nile the woman who adopted him was called Asia uh, i need to revise the old testament my goodness <laughs> so it's 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 as old as the first book in the in the bible and probably older because um adoption is something that is as you have said is so important because there are so many people who need to be adopted yeah and and so due to this um the Kenyan government yeah. passed the employment amendment act yes number 2 of 2021 yes which introduced pre-adoptive leave yes section 29a now of the amended employment act yes reads where pursuant to section 157 of the children's act a child is to be placed in the continuous care and control of an applicant who is an employee under this act the employee shall be entitled to one month's pre-adoptive leave with full pay from the date of the placement of the child mm. so it's a it's a it's a it's a good thing you know we now have pre-adoptive leave if you're thinking about adopt, uh, adopting a child yeah um First of all, listen to the adoption podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah, which will so take you down all the steps you need to know. Yes, yeah, so adoption. And now that, that was recorded this year. No, 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 last, last year. year. Last year. Okay. Oh no. This I think year. it was this year. Yeah, I remember. I think it is this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm losing track of mind because it's understandable after yeah, 19 episodes. We've yes. been running, <laughs> <laughs> running. Um, so the the act now allows adoptive parents to be given a month of pre-adoptive leave. Okay. Yeah. Well um that's that's really great at least it's been formalized because i remember there was um a, a brief that we had reviewing an employment manual for it was an ngo yeah. and an international ngo but they wanted to know how adoption works in kenya and what provisions of the law are given for for parents adopting a child so yeah. at that time and this was like literally i think two weeks before um this 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 amendment was um, at least formalized in in the, and confirmed in the act and i remember we just told them well as it is right now there really there are really no provisions in the employment act for parents who are adopting children and then we just told them that contractually really there's nothing preventing you from providing providing that, that leave by yourself yeah by yeah. by yourself but it's good that it has been formalized yeah. so my next question would be let's say i am uh, the parent that is now adopting a child and um projecting that perhaps i'll have the child in my custody in the next say um four weeks yeah. what's the procedure so <coughs> Excuse me. I hope you guys are keeping warm. This Jul- June July weather is really killing my throat. Uh so uh, excuse me if I do have to cough once in a while. Uh, it's it's <coughs> too bad we don't have any um, lozenges over here. Uh, <laughs> Actually I, I took one before we did this podcast before we started and it's still bugging me. Anyway, um so the requirements are once an employee is eligible for this leave under yeah. subsection 1 of 20 um 29A. Mm. The employee needs to notify his employer mm. um, in writing of the intention of the adoption society to place the child in your care. Okay. So the the me as the employee, I need to inform my employer that 
um, I will be getting this child. This child will be placed in my custody. And that is uh, uh, the adoption society should inform that the child will be placed in this person's care yeah. and custody. Yeah. yeah. So, and this has to be given 14 days before the placement of the child. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think what that basically means, the we haven't come up with reg regulations yet because it's a very, very new act and it was just passed this year. But I think this will be a notice that will come from the Adoption Society. Yeah. Um, after you've gone through the rigorous process of um, adopting a child and you now have gotten the adoption order, yeah. then the society will issue a notice to mm. your employer yeah. saying that this child will be placed in this person's custody okay. on this date. Okay. So, and that notice has to come in 14 days before. I see. So that's the document that you supply your employer with. Yes. I would imagine with any other relevant document that they may exactly. want, for example, a birth certificate. Yes, yeah. ETC. Yeah. If need be. Mm. Um, because it, when it comes to adoption, there are some children who don't have birth certificates. Yeah. So um, that will just be now coming up towards what the HR manual of each individual organization will say. Yeah. yeah. But ordinarily, anyway, uh, I would imagine then that an employee shouldn't be unreasonable in whatever documents that they ask. Yes, an yeah. employer. Uh, sorry, an employer. An employer. <laughs> Thank you for that. So an employer yeah. shouldn't be unreasonable. Yeah. Okay. And um, I think also, uh, by the time you're adopting a child, your employer knows. Okay. That it's, uh, we, we don't normally keep quiet about um employment uh in when we know employment and things are going on in our personal lives yes that is something that is discussed normally between your colleagues so by the time you're adopting a child yeah your employer kind of already knows most probably knows yeah well, I mean, it just depends. Okay, it depends. It, yeah. it, really, it, it depends. It, it really depends. But yeah. the idea is that the notice itself would be sufficient yeah. and the employer, would, I think, would be required yeah. to be reasonable if they need any more documents. But ordinarily, if, if someone is uh, wants to adopt a child, then the, the, that notice is pretty sufficient, much yeah. sufficient. Yeah. Okay, fine. So there's something you've talked about. You've talked about a custody agreement mm. and there's also something else, um, an exit certificate. Yeah. Could you tell us what those two documents are? So, um, let me start with an exit certificate. The law defines an exit certificate as written authority given by the registered adoption society to a prospective adoptive parent to take the child out of the custody of the adoptive society. So, it's basically an exit clause um, yeah. which is a form I don't know if it's going to be in a prescribed format because yeah. as I said the regulations haven't really come out when it comes to this particular section of the law Yes. Um, but that exit society exit certificate sorry gives you authority as the adoptive parent to yes. take the child out of the um, adoptive society okay yeah all right so and, and the custody agreement is basically the agreement between the Society and the adoptive parent, and then the exit certificate is the document basically saying that this child has this left. Is, yes, now you, you're free to take the child out of the society or home. I don't know, we shouldn't call it it's a home, really. Yes, yeah. I see. So, there's somewhere I read it somewhere, and I had some people discuss it that uh, sometimes a child can be placed in the custody of a parent to just assess compatibility. Yes. And is it for uh, three months or what period it's, yeah, is it? Yeah, there's a three-month period. So, um, as I said, adoption is a very rigorous process. It's not um, a, a walk in the park. Yeah. So, the once you want to adopt, let's say 
you want to adopt a child from a society. Yeah. Um, you you go into the society. Yeah. They they do certain um, tests. You know, find out if you're compatible. Find yeah. out about your health. Find out about your family. Yeah. Financial um, obligations that you have, and then they select a child for you and put you and that child. They give you that child for three months yeah. to now test the waters, if I may say that. Yeah. Um, because as you said, you have to gel with the child and the child has to gel with you. Yes. If you have biological children in your home, yeah. you know, are your, you as the adoptive parents or parents may gel with this child. Yeah, um, and, even, the, and even your biological children, do they exactly, get along with, with, exactly. this, with this child? So, and, and, you know, when you're going to the society, when you're going to the adoption society, yeah. you'll interact with children and you and or the child that the society chooses for you. So yes. there's that bonding moment within the society. Then the society gives you the child yes. for three months to do um, what a dry run, as we have said. Yeah. So now that time... Everybody in your family will interact with this child. And okay. that is when now you'll know whether you're compatible or not. Because uh, we, we, we all interact differently with people that we interact with. Yes, you know, yes. um, just because my parents like a particular person doesn't necessarily mean that, that I do. will like that particular person. You know? yeah. And so that's why it's important for you to have those three months. Whether you're a single parent, whether you're married, whether you have biological children, whether you have other adoptive children, yeah. you know, there's that whole di home dynamic that needs to be tested. I understand. Yeah. So in the context of our conversation right yeah. now, those two weeks do, and, and those three months, yeah. sometimes um, the, the correlation, so I can take out two weeks, but in any case, even after that, um, th those two weeks are concurrent with the three months, right? The... the 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 pre-adoptive leave. Oh yeah. well, a month. You mean the month? The, ma the, the month. <laughs> I was like two weeks. Sorry. Ago? The month. Yeah. Um, no, they're not concurrent. Yeah. They're not concurrent. Yeah. So um, this pre-adoptive leave, and also that's why I'm not understanding why they call it pre-adoptive leave. Yeah. Is when you have completed the entire adoption process. Yes. So you've gelled you've been given the three months with the child yes you've gone through the legal process of, yes of filing documentation oh i see so court. this is yes. after so this, this is, is after after you've already assessed after the compatibility yes after you've Makes done sense. all that whole process Makes and sense. that's why now the exit certificate comes in oh i see so now the society has formally uh, is formally releasing for, yes, the child formally releasing this child into your care i see for life not just for the test run period but yes. now for life oh, okay when yeah. it's when it's when it's really a done deal yes yeah. it's actually happening yeah. oh my god you guys this is such an amazing conversation that we're having with andre and for anyone looking to adopt and you're just really intrigued by the process this really is the 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 recording that you need to listen to so guys as always you can reach out to us if you have any questions um we are on facebook at gva law firm at twitter gva law firm as well um on our linkedin page gikera and vadgama advocate and you can also text us any questions you have on WhatsApp. Our number is 0718-870-167. That's 0718-870-167. So um, when does the leave start to run, the pre-adoptive leave? And one, when can, can, can one take this leave? So um, this is a, a very interesting question. So 
technically it's from the date that the child is placed in your care yeah technically um but as as i said i i think this act or this provision of the act yeah. is very um mindful of people who want to adopt from a society okay and that's why they speak about the exit um, yeah. certificate yeah but there are circumstances where um especially when it comes to family members you mm. know um my brother or sister is a um single parent yeah and they pass away yeah and there's a, a newborn baby and that has yeah. happened in circumstances you know you're driving with um um my my sister is driving with her two month old baby or two week old baby and she has an accident and unfortunately passes away yeah or in circumstances where mothers give die while they're giving birth i see so that that has not this this clause has not really taken care yeah. of that i think there's been it's a general assumption yes. that someone is adopting from a society a society yeah yes. but um that's not always the case that's not always the case so what's your projection mm. in terms of the implementation of this clause given those complexities i mean i, th- I this, think yeah this this section rather i think we just need to wait and see what the courts will will say maybe we need to also get some lobbyists in this so that they can push for an amendment to now include particular situations um mm. particular ages for children yeah um because also i don't know if a month is long enough well to be honest i don't know what do you think uh, no i i don't think it, i don't think it's enough yeah. for me also just from an equality perspective i think um it should be more or equal to you know the period that people are ordinarily given for maternity leave yeah yeah but, um, i don't know as well yes. because you know, it's it's um full pay so um if uh, but nonetheless it is a child yeah. who is coming into a new environment and i think but also well given they've already had that three month period of testing yeah but that's that's if it's a uh a relatively old maybe older four child. five six I see. you know older exactly. than but i'd it, say older than four years old exactly maybe. but if you're if you're adopting a six month old yeah. you one month perhaps wouldn't be enough because you're now just trying to you know get into uh, sleeping patterns yes. f- how how Feeding, often they feed yeah. etc and yeah. i think you really need to be present yeah. i mean it's 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 getting a child just just not naturally yeah like giving birth to physically yes but yeah. it's still being given a newborn baby if you think about it it's a it's it will be very interesting to see very interesting to see um what what how this dynamic um it, i mean preadaptive leave is fantastic yeah. um because the ILO had recommended the ILO is the international labor organization yeah recommends that where national law and practice provide for adoption adoptive parents should have access to the system of protection offered by the convention so they 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 believe that if the law allows you to adopt you should get adoptive leave mm. but as as you said um it's this whole dynamic of us just thinking children are being adopted adopted from um societies yeah children are being adopted from a certain age yes you know so yeah. what happens with with babies as i said sleeping patterns yes it's going to be interesting eating patterns yeah. um So anyway, it'll just be we'll just have to wait and see what the the government and lobbyists do to see whether we can now have little nitty-gritty um regulations when it comes to this particular 
Well, Andrew, one thing I can say is that the nature of the law is just to catch up. It's, yeah. it's always playing catch up, and that's how it is because you want to respond to to to, to things new that are happening, that are to happening. new things that 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 are happening. Yeah. So, I mean, certainly, my projection is that eventually there'll be like regulations, and regulations are just one way that um, the law responds, like subsidiary legislation to mm. issues that are arising. So perhaps there may be some adop- pre-adoptive leave regulations. Yeah. Yeah. And, That'd be fas- and fantastic to see. You know. And um, I mean, we just need to look at what other countries have done yeah. and come up with our own. You know, as Kenyans are also very peculiar, so we need to come up with our own peculiarities when it comes to this um, section of the law. I see. Okay, then. Um, so uh, I don't know if we are the first. Are we the first African country? Would you happen to know if we're the first African country? I know Senegal has pre-adoptive leave. Listen, I, I would think that that would be the last country. I know, I know have. they do. I am, I'm how, not, how did they have pre-adoptive leave before us? I'm how? not too sure about the, the amount of time. Yes. But I was reading a report by the ILO mm-hmm. on maternity and paternity at work. Yeah. And around the world. Yeah. And I did see that Senegal do have adoptive leave. I see. Yeah. Um, could I you didn't give... see any other country, any other African country, but I did see Senegal there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Could you give us a comparative analysis of how this has played out in other jurisdictions? So, um, in Europe, they're, they're quite fantastic when it comes to adoptive leave, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, France, let's say, France gives you 10 weeks or 22 weeks if you're adopting more than one child. So if you're adopting one if you're adopting one child, you get ten weeks. If you're adopting two yeah. or more children, you get twenty two weeks. And and these are some of the things we'll say perhaps then that our law will respond to. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. now respond to situations where you're adopting multiple children. Pro- probably, yeah. yeah. And equally, if the people or person adopting um the child has two or more dependent children, they get eighteen more weeks. Could you clarify that? So, if I I have two children. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, two dependent children, so yes. under 18. Yes. And I adopt one child. Yes. I get 10 weeks for my adoptive leave. Yes. And 18 extra weeks because I have two dependent children. So, I get 38, 28 weeks in total. I see. If I'm so, adopting two children yeah. and I have to adopt um, two dependent children, yeah. I get my 22 weeks for yeah. the adoptive leave and then an extra 18 weeks because I have two um, dependent children. So I get a total of 40 weeks. Dependent children, meaning children below 18. 18. Yes. Oh, yeah. I see. 18. I see. Yeah. And you're, in any case, you're adopting a child. Can yeah. you really adopt anyone who's above 18? Uh, no, you can't. Yeah. 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 Okay. So good. it'll be, um, and you know, there are other countries that um, also have adoptive leave, um, the United Kingdom. So that, France, that is full pay. That yeah. is better, full pay. Okay. Um, France, I mean, the United Kingdom give yeah. you 19% of your weekly salary for six weeks. And then they give you either £151.97 yeah. pennies, mm-hmm. um, which is just slightly over £5,000, okay. or 90% of your weekly salary, whichever is lower. For, for the, the next, next 33 weeks. weeks. Yeah. So this is 40 weeks, which is give or take 10 yeah. months. Yeah. Ten months, nine months, basically, or nine yeah. nine months, mm. and so these are these are nine months in which you're not working. Yeah, 
Oh my god. So they're quite good. So, I mean the the West Europe is quite good when it comes to even maternity leave. You yeah. Know, they're, they're, and paternity leave. They're quite good on, on that. You yeah. Know? Um you can divide maternity leave and paternity leave between the husband and wife. Yeah. The wife can take up to a year. You know, the yeah. woman or I should say the woman should take up to um could take up to a year. So yeah. they're they're quite progressive when it comes to maternity leave. But also we have to think about it, they have the financing. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the, the economy certainly exactly. has the ability to do that. Yeah. So this is my projection because um, when it comes to legislative drafting, our legislators are particularly not creative. Mm. They'll go look at what the UK acts are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this will be difficult to implement. It'll in, be very difficult to, to implement. implement in Kenya. So yeah. you can imagine a Kenyan employer having to pay uh, a, a Kenyan employer having to pay an employee for ten. Nine, nine, ten weeks, oh, nine yeah. months. Yeah. That's a long period of time, mm. you know. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So, yeah. any other jurisdictions? Gosh, Peru. Um, let's go to South America. Peru gives you thirty calendar days. Okay. Um, provided that the child is under twelve months. Okay. And if it's a married couple adopting, yes, the leave must be taken by the woman. So, unfortunately for the father, he has to keep on hustling. <laughs> Telling you this gender discrimination right here. 30 calendar days. So, this is just like Kenya, a month, yeah. one month. It's a month. Provided the child is under 12 months. I don't know why they've insisted on the word calendar days. So, literally, <laughs> it, um, if you take from 1st of June. It's 1st of July. 1st of July, you're, you're back, back in the office. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah. What other um, implementation mechanisms are there in these jurisdictions that perhaps you would say we can adopt? Gosh, that's a difficult question. A very interesting one. Um, let me think about that. Uh, so... What? Or, or or rather let me let me phrase it this way given what you've just showed us does it then mean perhaps that um the 30 days that are provided under the employment act in Kenya perhaps would be little compared to other other standards international standards and perhaps it needs to be extended yeah the, i think it is uh, personally i think it's a very short time 30 days flies just like that you know but as i've said these countries can afford to give their employees that amount of time off. Yeah. Um, and we we look at adoption as a, a very personal um, thing. But as I had, my first comment as well was, you know, society is based on a family. So if these children are not being adopted, that is a burden on the state. So I yes. think that's how the state needs to look at it. That's how, I think that's how the government here needs to look at it. If children are not being adopted yeah. by capable um, people yes. who will bring upstanding, tax-paying, um, intelligent children who yes. will revolutionize something in Kenya or build something that blew our minds out of the water, yes. you know, they, they now become a burden on the state. Because once those kids turn 18, and they don't have a family, they don't have a home, what do they turn to? Crime. Crime. Yeah. So, and that has a effect yes. on the society. It you does. Know? It so, does. Uh, I think it's very important for us to realize the importance of adoption. And I think government and um, policymakers and members of parliament, uh, maybe, or maybe give slightly longer 
three months. Yeah. Um, you can offer somebody to take three months as as it is with maternity leave, and then tell them, okay, we will pay you full pay for your first month, and then slightly less for the other two months. You know, so that it it, it now becomes a conversation between the employer and the employee. Okay. Yeah, because of course that is a huge burden on the employer. Yeah. To pay um, somebody for two, three, four months, whatever it is. Yeah. And well, we don't we don't have that kind of financing. We really don't. Yes, but um, I must add that the Employment Act provides that the employer is not restricted from providing any better terms than what the Employment Act provides. So if the employer has mm. the capacity to give two months, um, paid, or three months, or yeah. three months pre-adoptive leave, then by all means uh, they 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 can go ahead with that. But statutorily, they have to give. One, one month. month. Yeah. Okay, great. Do you know any employers who will give more though? I'd like to think so. Here in this country? I, I'd, I'd really like I to think so. I love your optimism. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I'd really like but, to uh, think but so. But as we said, because this is a very new act, yeah. we'll just have to wait and see to what, and see. what um, employers are doing, Yes. Um, what organizations are doing, what lobbyists are doing, you know. But can I just add, um, Kenya, first of all, is the leading economy in Eastern Central Africa. Yeah. And not only that, but even socially, the sort of social constructs that um, are coming up or that we're starting to take seriously in Kenya, mm. mental health or talking very openly about things like infertility, yeah. you know, and reproductive rights and reproductive health. Yeah. So I think it will create a very enabling environment, even at work, mm. to, you know, see it's acceptable for some people who are adopting for whatever reason. I think that there might be some employers who might be predisposed to giving very favorable terms yeah. to As their I said, employees. It's, 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 it's a fantastic move. Um, Kudos to the government for sure, um, because as I said, it's the it's a step in the right direction. Yes. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yes, certainly. So, Andrew, can I combine this pre-adoptive leave with any other entitlement to leave that I have under uh, in my contract? For example, maternity leave, uh, sick leave, paternity leave. Uh, yes and no. Yes, uh, I. I argue both both sides. So, yes, if you, of course, if you are pregnant, let's say, mm-hmm. um, Annette, and you're going on maternity leave and you're also adopting, yes. then you are entitled to both your maternity leave yes. and your um, adoptive leave. Yes. So, um, I I would. The interesting thing is the act says that it is when the child is placed in your custody. So if your Mat- you're in your second month, uh, one and a half month of your maternity leave, of your maternity leave, sorry. Yeah. And then the child is placed in your care. Yeah. Do they run concurrently? Mm. You see, that's the interesting dynamic. I see. Yeah. Do they? Because the the act says from the date the child it's is placed, placed in, in your, your custody. custody. Yeah. So then that would mean they run concurrently. So you you lose out on the month for pre-adoptive leave. I see. Yeah. I see. Well, that will be interesting to It'll see. Be, how yeah. That. And I and I, I I do hope that the courts interpret it and and or this particular particular section or wording saying that yeah. the child is from the date the child is placed, placed in your, in your care, custody. Yeah. You know. Um. Maybe maybe that should be deleted so that you you should be able to apply for pre-adoptive leave when you want to apply for it and then but they give a timeline so you you can't 
adopt apply for pre-adoptive leave after you've had the child for I don't know 16 years <laughs> in your care. You know. I feel like so it's high time they for just me to give, take this they just say leave. they just say you can apply for pre-adoptive leave from the date the child is put in your care and yeah. custody within 6 months. So from 1st of June, let's say 1st of June 2021 to December um, to December of 31st of December of this year. Then you can apply for pre-adoptive leave within any, that any period. Anytime within that period. Yeah. So oh. but that's what I'm saying that's the dynamics that the peculiarities that we we have in Kenya that I hope yeah um uh, uh figured out. Okay, certainly yeah. we will wait to see. Yeah. I and think a lot is waiting to see. Um single men adopting do uh, they get pre-adoptive leave and paternity leave? Because then again, um, that is gender-based discrimination, isn't it? Okay, so this is for single men because if it's a married, if men. it's a married couple, it, this is this is just the the pre-adoptive leave, yeah. isn't it? Because they have adopted. But now let me ask you: for a lady, mm. right? She adopts a child. And she's been given the pre-adoptive leave under the act, that entitlement. She goes on it. She would claim for maternity leave because it's not necessarily maternity leave. Yeah, so, so the same thing would also apply for, you know, a gentleman adopting uh, a child. I mean, subject to the provisions of the... A single child. gentleman. Yeah, a, sing yeah. a, single, a single gentleman. Guy. But the very um, specific provisions of... Um, is it the... The, the Children's Act, mm -hmm. yes, on, 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 on men adopting children yeah and and single men adopting children oh the, the that is um that is on the gender of the child yes yeah so a single man cannot ad adopt a single uh, uh, sorry a single man cannot adopt uh, a girl yes and uh, a single um woman cannot Can adopt a, a boy. boy yeah 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 okay but then again mm -hmm. um a married couple because you've mentioned it so a married couple is adopting yeah. Do both the man and the woman get pre-adoptive leave? Yes, yes. You think so? Yes, and uh, this was very clear in this client circular yeah. that we did mm. to um our clients immediately this 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 amendment was came into force. Yeah. And um you see it basically provides an employee who's adopted a child. An employee is a man or a, a woman. woman. Yes. Yeah. And this was subject to the provisions on adoption under the, the Children's Act. So it is if it's if if if, if you're both adopting then you're both entitled. To I don't know, we'll just have to wait uh, and no, see. No, no, wait and see you're actually entitled because sure. yes yeah. because i'm just thinking about the like the situation in peru where they say if it's a married couple adopting the, the leave must be taken by the woman no that distinction has not been made that distinction has not been made yeah in but do you think you know when you think about the essence of what parliament wanted do you think that parliament wanted both the man and woman to take the leave and that's what I'm saying. So I feel. I feel. Um, this is what this is what we stated in our client circular. The term employee refers to both male and female employees, including spouses. And the amendment finds its origins from Section 158 of the Children's of Act. the Children's Act that yes. sets out that an adoption order may be made upon the application of a sole male applicant, a sole female applicant, or jointly by two spouses. Yeah. So yes, they're both a husband entitled. And wife. A husband and a wife. So they're both entitled. Yeah, they they but that's what I'm saying now. 
um, Federation of Kenyan Employers, they'll. We don't know if a petition will come and ask the court. I really hope. Please interpret I re- this. I really hope none of the chauvinistic <laughs> members of that organization rise up and say, "Well, why would the man? Why would the man need the adoptive leave?" Yeah. yeah. No, but I think that this this child needs both parents. So, um, it it applies to both of them. Both mm. are entitled. Unless, Fantastic. Yeah, and then um, one last interesting question. What what date of birth then is put on the the child's um, birth certificate legally? When when was this? I know. Okay, it it seems like a very simple question. The child, but but like sometimes it becomes complex, especially when the date of the child is not known. Yes. So what 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 date of birth goes into the child's birth certificate? So the day that the child is give placed in the adoptive parents' care. Yeah. Is the date that is legally seen as the child's birth. That's interesting. Yeah. So um, we are going back to like the seventies when you know, <laughs> my 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 grandmother confuses her two last born children's birthday. Okay. Um, by October and November by the month. So we are going to be going back to things like that when it comes to adoptive children because, if as I said, a lot of the times when it comes to adoptive children, they don't. The society, the adoptive society, or the children's home doesn't know the exact birth date of this child. Yes, there's an estimate always, you know, because yeah. doctors can see, oh, this looks like about a, a two-week-old baby yeah. or a four-month-old baby. Yeah. Um, but now legally, the date of birth will mm-hmm. be the date that the child is placed in your care after you've been given the exit certificate. Okay, but I think the situation then will be different. For example, if it's a child who's four years old and has stayed in the yeah. children's home, yes, yeah. then the because date of then, birth would be from like when yeah. they were at the children's yeah. home. This okay. will have a presumption of if the child is under twelve months. Oh, I see. Because they, they, they. I mean, if there's a seven-year-old boy or seven-year-old girl. Of yeah. course, they cannot be put seven years younger. Yeah, in their I, birth certificate. Yes, yeah. yes, I, I totally understood. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I just hope that um, people do go out and adopt. I do hope that organizations um, take this adoptive leave in stride. I I do hope that there is some some clarification that is given on this act because on this section of the act in you know, section 29a of the employment act yeah um for the benefit of the children out there who need to be adopted yeah certainly yeah. all i'd like to say is that i think this is a fantastic fantastic legislative development in kenya way long overdue yeah and we're way um, ahead as you have said yeah way long overdue but also it's so sad that at least we are like in other countries at least in africa yeah. it really hasn't caught up but it's such a beautiful thing it's a good thing it's a fantastic thing it's a fantastic thing so and also guys if you're adopting please you know just check out the regulation Um, i mean the act section 29a it just explains everything so um fantastically and we hope that you can take that adoptive leave and it's your right i think is uh, an important thing to to mention it is you are entitled to it so there you have it guys thank you so much for joining us and for listening in to this session I'd like to thank Andrew you know on this first recording as a guest gosh thank you so much for having (laughs) me you are fantastic as the host thank you oh yeah this is also my first time as the the lead host Host, you know it feels good this is a hot seat Andrew how did it feel it it felt really good actually (laughs) I I think I think because you had taken me through this like last week we we had like a whole hour where we went through 
movies. Yeah. So I coming into this, I felt prepared and ready. You've done a fantastic job. I Thank you. Say. Thank you so, so much, you guys. So um, just in case, again, you have any questions, you can always reach us our website um, at gvalawfirm.com or you can email us at info at gvalawfirm.com. Our offices are along Muthithi Road, number 56 behind TRV Plaza. You can reach us on Facebook at GVA Law Firm, Twitter GVA Law Firm, or at Andrew Njenga and myself at Annie Akama. That's on Twitter. Then on our LinkedIn page at Gikaran Vadgama Advocates. Finally, you can text us on WhatsApp at 0718-870-167. That's 0718-870-167. So, guys, um, thank you so, so, so much. And we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Let's get real.